Man, I feel like I've done way too many of these intros dedicated to somebody. I know some I know other people have it worse all the time. I'm gonna sit here and tell y'all just just me venting, just me fucking speaking out loud, which I always do, which at this point, 73 episodes deep, I don't expect people to if anybody's gonna judge me off anything, I mean y'all niggas don't fucking watch or listen. Often. So anything I say on here is just me speaking, thinking out loud, which we all have a right to do, whether it be in therapy or or anywhere. I feel like I've just been hit with so much death, with too much death this past year. And I know that somebody always has it worse. I know that. There's always worse than the situation I'm currently in. And there's always worse than anybody's situation. But, bro, I feel like I've done too many of these intros dedicated to a friend or a family member that I lost. I was not. You're never ready. And I wasn't ready this whole year. and And I was not ready. Still, with the amount of death that I've gone through this past year, I was not ready or prepared still for the passing of my boy, Freddie Slime Time. Everybody everybody knows him as Freddie Slime Time. So I'm going to go by Freddie Slime Time because he would have fucking loved that. And he's a friend who would have gone on this podcast. and 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 I've been fucking whacking myself over the head all day, all week so far. Over many things, one of them being, you know, that I that I haven't had him on. I've had other friends on here. I have yet to have some of my closest friends on here. And um, he's somebody that, with everybody, and he, and he was like this with everybody, you know? Like, he is somebody who, he could grow apart from you. There could be some type of, not grow apart, but there could be some type of distance between you and him, and the love never dies out. It's always love whenever you see him, whenever you bump into him, whenever you guys have a conversation. It's always love. I have never bickered with the man. I have never seen him genuinely, viciously go at it with everybody. I've only ever seen him roast and he was a hell of a roaster and we used to bro I went through fucking and this ain't about me this is as usual this is this is to so it can reach somebody who's going through the same shit whether you can laugh at it or whether you can feel with it you know what I'm saying and three times too many bro like I I lost a friend to suicide I lost my grandmother to cancer. And just when I'm getting over one grieving process or getting through one grieving process, I feel like it's just one after the other. And at this point, I'm looking at 2020. I'm looking at 2021. I'm like, yo, just fucking. I don't even want to hit the button right now, man. It's just. Freddie was a riot of a fucking man. He is. 
he he was a riot of a man. He was, I, my New York listeners know I live in Rhode Island now. He was one of the only people, and I had a very I had less than a handful who came who actually came to New York to visit me before I moved out here, and uh. Things happen, man. One of the things I've been beating myself up about is, you know, I haven't seen this man in a while, and I was always talking about linking back up, and things happen, life happens. You know, I have kids. Everybody grows up and has responsibilities, and the thing is, man, you... If I could take one thing away from this shit is, like, just make time for your loved ones. Make time for your friends, for your family, Make as much time as you fucking can. There's seven days in a week. There's 24 hours in a day. 12 hours in a day, technically, if we want to get fucking technical. Try to just make time. Try to make time for everybody. And and the thing I love about Freddie, bro, is that he'll probably look at me right now and be like, bro, it's all love whenever. You know what I mean? Whenever you... And and it's true. I got to start telling myself that. And I have been telling myself that. You can't... You know, we, we saw each other when we saw each other. We talked when we talked. And we always kept in touch. That's one thing. Um, my boy was a fucking riot. He he loved this comedy shit. He always supported everything I did. Even, bro, even when I was a fucking trash rapper, he's probably one of my biggest supporters. So, this episode of Take As Needed, episode 73 of Take As Needed, is dedicated to my boy, Freddie Slime Time, bro, rest in paradise as I know you are. Welcome to hell. Too much, man. There's too just it's too much fucking loss. Way too much loss for my liking. How you doing, though? We chilling. We're going to drink up for my man all week. You know, this type of shit, man, opens your eyes so much. There's, there's just the, there's just the, the, sim, the simplicity, and I say simplicity as if it is simplistic, and it kind of is. It's part of life. Every, there's a simplicity of the fact that Every time somebody dies, I don't know about you, but when it come when it comes to me, I think about death. And I and I automatically think of what the person that I just lost would have wanted to see me become and what they what they're expecting of me in the afterlife and stuff like that and just death itself. You know, it, I meditated this morning and this might sound corny as shit to y'all. I needed it, and I and and not to not for nothing, but I, meditation is something that I respect so much. The idea of it and the benefits of it, and I say benefits because I used to do it a lot more than I've done it lately. Meditation is something that I used to do often. I used to do every day. I learned it in in a. a in a behavioral health group in this, in this, uh, some people might call it rehab. 
I didn't have any substance. You know, I, I had some, I guess you can say, but my my main reason for going there, as some of you may know, was was, you know, suicidal tendencies and all that. But one of the things that they taught me that helped me so much was meditation. And I did it for the first time in a while this morning and I needed it. And it's something that I need to do more of that I want to do frequently, as frequently as I was before. Because when you're meditating, what you're doing is you're sitting the fuck still for for beginners, let's say 10 to 15 minutes. And you, you're not looking at shit. You're not fucking... You're not you're not looking at anything. You're not hearing anything. You're blocking everything out. You got to close your eyes, plant your feet to the ground, keep your back against something, and just breathe or focus on a sound. You can't meditate to no fucking pop smoke. I'll tell you that right now. I got to be some classical shit if it's music. But just fucking listen to the outdoor noises and shit. I live on. I live in Providence. These mean streets, I'm, I might hear a couple of ignorant things, but you get distracted by those things and you <laughs> and you bring yourself back to meditation. I thought about death a lot. And I think about, de- yo, I'm not going to lie to you, I think about death often. And I think... There's there's two different ways of thinking about death. There's one there's the one that freaks you out. There's the one it, I think it always freaks you out in a way, but there's the one that freaks you out where you kind of start for some reason you catch yourself thinking about death and you kind of start pan you kind of start having like a little bit of a panic panicky sense to your mind, to your body, to you let's say soul. And you start to have these questions of like, who am I? Why am I here? What am I doing? What am I leaving behind? And then there's the good ways of thinking about death. And it's kind of the same as the first one where you, you kind of sit there and you think about death. And, and instead, you when you think about death, you which is what I, what I practice a little bit of today, is I have values. I have purpose. And I, I, I would tell myself what these values and these purposes are. And I would almost, when you, when you meditate, you have an opportunity to test yourself, to really challenge yourself. And I was almost like continuing to think of death. You know, one day I'm going to die. Death is inevitable. And what I'm going to leave behind. What, what am I doing? And I thought of it, you know, I, I'm working a, I'm working, I'm fortunate enough to work a job where I make my own hours and I do what I love. And I'm fortunate enough to be a father. And that was my number, my number one value was Alexandria. You know, my, my seed, my twin. And that was enough for me. And there's other shit I want to do. And, and, and it turned my mind on about a lot of shit. You know, there's been a lot of things going on, which is why this podcast hasn't been every single week lately. It's, it, you know, sometimes it's not every week, but sometimes it's bi-weekly, and that's fine. I know you guys understand at the end of the day, I'm no one fucking big. No one's banging on my door with a contract saying, hey, you got you to gotta fucking uh, honor this. I do this shit when I want, and I, and I appreciate you guys listening and 
as often as I do it or, or as least often as I do it. What I'm getting at with this is meditate. As weird as it sounds, meditate. And when you meditate, whether you're doing it at your crib or you're going to, you're going to be somewhere in nature, think about death. Think about death. I personally, and we all think of death, whether it's forced on us, like, like myself, where there's been just way too many deaths this past year for me, three too many for me. And I know there's always people out there who go through worse, but for me, it's like, God damn, let me fucking catch a break. I can't keep losing people, especially young people, especially someone who was my mom. So think about what, whether you're forced into it or you decide to, to, to get into it. Meditate and think about death. And, and I promise you it'll do a lot to your mental state. A lot of the things that my, uh, it motivates you and I feel like it also it just it just also opens your eyes to a lot of shit. It opens your eyes to a lot of shit that you haven't had the time to sit back and, and realize and soul search. So yeah, man. That was a very fucking deep intro to the podcast that lasted as long as it lasted but i'm hoping to send messages aside from the goofy shit and the having fun on this on this uh on this glorious podcast so the chappelle the chappelle stand-up special on netflix the closer who missed the message who missed the message Cause I have one fucking message for you. Get the fuck out of here. My man, Dave Chappelle has made a living and, and I'll say a living because my man has, has made a living with the Netflix deal, literally financially. And he's made a living clout wise because cancel culture is and I fucking say it all the time and it's the easiest thing to attack is the f- fucking dumbest shit I have seen in my entire life and I have seen the dumbest shit in my almost 28 years of living that's right it's my fucking birthday this month and I just get the fuck out of here I just fucking Fucked up the soundboard, but that's fine. I've seen a lot of fucking dumb shit in my life. I've seen George Bush stutter and mumble and and fucking just say the stupidest shit. I've seen Donald Trump. I'm looking at Joe Biden. I have seen an enormous amount of fucking stupid ass shit. But cancel culture got to be the dumbest shit I've ever fucking seen. Because I don't know about you, and and I'm a very, if I have the time, I'll answer. If I don't got the time, then you're fucking screwed. But I say message me, fine. Message me, and and we could debate a little bit or whatever. But I don't know about you. I don't know what you guys were watching, but I saw that special. And just like the last special. And in this one, I think he, he went even, 
he went harder, yes, with the jokes, but I think he went even harder when it came to explaining himself, which I feel like in comedy you shouldn't do, but it's a smart thing to do sometimes to cover your own ass. My man had messages in, in his shit. Let's just let's just keep it down to the closet, right? My man had real deal messages in this shit. And we missed it. And we jumped right. And I'm not surprised. But it's still just how could we be so dumb and quick to cancel somebody? Over my boy had a lot to say about the LGBTQ community plus. My boy had a lot to say about the Me Too movement. And I guess I could see if I'm watching the stand up and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, it's because obviously there's a part of me that's like, oh, shit, he went there. But there was a lot of truth to what he was saying. There was points that he was making. So you can't cancel that. I'm sorry, but you can't cancel that. You can't cancel Dave Chappelle, number one, in itself. And you can't cancel what the nigga was saying because it's truth behind what he was saying. It is very, very, very crazy that a lot of times LGBTQ gets all of these all of the sympathy and the, and and I I'm not fucking going to sit here and act like they still don't go through shit but they get so much sympathy and they get so much and I don't hate them and I might sound like I'm defending Chappelle so I might sound like Chappelle I am a and just like Chappelle said I'm a, I, me myself I am a huge supporter of the LGBTQ community huge I'm not going to sit here and give you the stories because I'm I, then I'm going to sound like the white nigga who's like, hey, my best friend's black and we don't do that shit. I'm going to just tell you how it is. You interpret it for what it is. You could assume or not assume that I have no LGBTQ friends and I'm homophobic and that's fine. I ask you that you fucking shut off my podcast. I ask that you never listen again. And I ask that you don't pull up to my fucking comedy shows talking shit under your breath. Why are you at a comedy show? You soft motherfucker. That's how I'm feeling. We getting very NY made early on this podcast, and that's fine. I've been called NY made, NY ignorant. Whatever the fuck that means. Somebody actually compared me, said I was as said I was NY ignorant like Trump, which is fucking crazy. That's a story for another time. So the the point that he was making is that the LGBTQ community, he, he made jokes about being almost jealous of it because black people and minorities, which is why this hits home, we've gone through a lot of shit. And we still don't get slack on a lot of shit. And I'm a realist. You know me. I fucking call shit for how it is. I I will not pull the race card unless it absolutely needs to be pulled. You know me. You know me. 
We're 73 episodes deep. Don't you dare try to fucking switch up. What he said was true. And then you have the LGBTQ community and they get all the sympathy and all and all the you know all the the, the holidays and 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 just all this there there was there's there's pride month and then there's national coming out day and it's just like and it's not even about the holidays it's just the fact that it, it is it is a it is the simple fact and he made a good point he used the baby it was genius dave chappelle is a genius he brought up the baby and he brought up how the baby, there was a shooting in Walmart and niggas didn't make a big deal about the shooting in Walmart, about a black dude getting killed. But they made a huge deal about the baby making comments towards the LGBT community. That is fucking crazy. If you really sit back and try to think about it, the Me Too stuff, you know, he, he made and this I've always thought of, too. He made a lot of comments about he made he made one joke about how Me Too they they do all this shit and they and and we cancel all these people and we bag all these people up, but then they still go and, and support the very um setting, if you will, that they are victims of. Like like the Golden Globes and shit. And he made one thing about, he made a comment about the whole bathroom situation, which same, I have the same worries about too as a father. But you know, I've never understood watching stand-up just to get offended. I personally have gone through it, and, it, and it's my own fault for, for how I booked the show, and because it, it wasn't a stand-up show, but I treated my segment of the show as a stand-up. It was the take as it was it, for for those of you who know. If you know, you know. You we did the take as needed podcast show. It was, it was, bro. I love that night. The side show bullshit could never, ever make personally make me um, regret that show or feel any way towards that show. I still to this day love that show, but I'm definitely I'm definitely somebody who's experienced. The doing my material, doing comedy, and being in an atmosphere where people know it's comedy, whether it's stand-up or a podcast. And niggas and bitches have the have the nerve to make side comments about jokes. About jokes. Get the fuck out of here. Nigga, I was making comment I was making jokes about fucking why I wanted a son. Why I was so ignorantly, and I and, and my jokes was to, was were towards myself, towards my ridiculous thoughts, how I want, why I wanted a son before the gender reveal. Gender reveals itself is a fucking terrible thing to do now, mind you. It was jokes about how I wanted how ignorant it was of me to want a son and where that stemmed from and like how I thought of worries I had from the future. You know, I compared my son sneaking a girl home and, and my daughter sneaking a girl home. And all I got were little fucking side, little bullshit side comments of like, oh, how could you be so, you sound sexist, you sound, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, 
a double standard. And it's just like, bro, why are you here? Why do you niggas go to comedy shows? That's my fucking question. Why do you sensitive niggas? And I'm going to sound like a fucking whatever the fuck. If you are sensitive, if you are part of this sensitive group of people who are offended about everything, you probably shouldn't watch stand-up. You probably shouldn't rock with comedy. That's probably the best advice I've given on this podcast. Shout out to me. I'm just saying. So yeah, man. I've just been chilling, bro. I, I've been I've been fucking uh watching movies. There's been a lot of movies coming out this October. I watched 007 the other day. And leading up to double the the fucking best 007 movie. Ever. Daniel Craig is the best 007 in the world. I'm going to miss the nigga. If you watch the movie, if you know, you know, that's his last James Bond movie. He is the fucking GOAT. And Sean Connery was an icon. And that's not even from my time. I was probably swimming in my dad's nuts. Sean Connery is the fucking man. And I grew up through uh, Pierce Bronson. He was the man. But motherfucking Daniel Craig... That nigga's sexy. Pause. Big pause. But that nigga's sexy. Fuck the pause. I'm taking all the smoke in the comment section this week. I had a fucking no-name motherfucker, who are you motherfucker, comment on my shit and be like, oh, uh, I don't know. If it's one of my listeners just ball busting, that's fine. He was like, oh, it was the driest joke in the world. It, you know one of those jokes that are, like, too long? And you're like, this nigga just tried way too hard and it fell flat. My man's got shorts like he playing for the 76ers in 1974. I wear short shorts. So he said, my man got shorts like he playing for the 76ers in 1974. I said, thanks for noticing. That nigga gay. Um, <laughs> that nigga gay, and that's fine. That's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with being gay. Listen, Daniel Craig is sexy. That nigga's handsome. That nigga's the smoothest James Bond in the world. And I might be crushing on the nigga a little bit, and that's fine. Listen, I like pussy. Listen, so... Leading up to this James Bond movie, I was fucking... We were watching James Bond movies because that's what I do. And if you're in a relationship with me, that's what you do. I'm like, yo, this movie's coming out. Let's watch all these movies in chronological order so we can get ready for this movie because I'm a fucking nerd. When I, when, I, when, I'm, when I have fandom about shit, when I'm a fanatic about shit, that's what I do. So... We watched the 007 movies and in every fucking 007 movie. And I'm not about to, I'm not about to cancel 007. Hell no. James Bond is that nigga, no matter who it is, but specifically Daniel Craig, bro. I got to say something. (laughs) I cancel culture is so crazy to me that when they miss shit, 
I'm like, yo, they missed it. Holy fucking shit. I'm kind of like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. They missed it. Cancel culture is so on top of shit that when they miss shit, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like watching a fucking umpire who calls strikes and balls down the middle. And then when they miss it once, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? They're not on point. Cancel culture's batting average is 500. It's 1,000. They don't miss shit. So when they miss something, it's like that dramatic part of the movie when you have... There's, there's like two niggas in, 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 in like superhero movies. One of them, I think, is Deadshot. Will Smith's character in Suicide Squad. I never miss. And then the one time they miss, it's like, oh, shit. That's how I view cancel culture when they miss something. James Bond never asked for consent, ever. And he does shit in the smoothest way, but it's also in a very aggressive way. That nigga just pulls up. And this is just from seeing the Daniel Craig movies. And I'm not, da- I'm not canceling Daniel Craig. If I start something here, I'm just going to make myself per- perfectly clear. I'm making myself perfectly clear right now. If I start something here, it's not me starting something. It's me saying, ha-ha, cancel culture, you missed something, Herbs. And because you missed it, it is not allowed to be brought to light. I am bringing it up to make fun of the fact that you missed something. My boy Daniel Craig, or, you know, almost all of the 007s, got away with the fact that they had a hunch that, 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 the villain, the antagonist in the movie, that his shorty wanted them. And they sneak up into their shorty's hotel room and just runs up on them in the shower, in the middle of changing for bed, and just fucking pushes them up against the wall and starts kissing them on the neck. And there is no type of, hey, you want to do this? No, it's Ole do it. And that's because James Bond is that nigga. And he has a hunch, and that's fine. I'm I'm just surprised that cancel culture has not canceled James Bond yet. But you know what? I have a prediction, right? Nick niggas was talking about they want a black James Bond. Women are talking about they want a woman James Bond. I wouldn't be surprised if they just make a woman 007. And the argument is that the male 007 was always aggressive. I'm on to something. I got new vaccine thoughts. Okay. Mm. And you could tell this stems from a fucking shitty week with COVID. I didn't get COVID. My daughter didn't get COVID. My girl didn't get COVID. But people around us got COVID. It's crazy to me that I have to miss a day of work. And I've missed plenty of days of work from COVID, whether it be just testing and testing negative and then missing days of work for no reason, whether it be missing fucking two whole weeks of work because and I'm self-employed. I make my own bread. I, I decide how much money I make and I make a lot of bread. So when I lose fucking, when I, I don't have no sick time and no TDI and nothing like, or, or uh, ETO. Get the fuck out of here. Earn time off. 
if this is this is my stance on this shit now. If they're forcing the vaccine this hard on people, then I think we should lighten up on just this whole thing in general. And this is coming from somebody who went through things personally with COVID. I've seen a lot of people die from COVID. I've 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 known friends who have lost people from COVID, multiple people from COVID. And they would even sit here and say, you know, this is my grandmother had fucking cancer. I'll just put that out there right now. My grandmother had cancer. She died from cancer and she was sick of this shit. And I'm fully vaxxed. I am not anti-vax. I'm fully vaxxed. I'll probably get the booster. But with COVID spreading as much as it does. And as much as it does frequently, because it's it's what the virus does. It's how the virus is. It just spreads like crazy. And with the vaccines that we have, we are building immunity, whether you have the vaccine or whether we just keep catching the shit and our body just at this point. It's not rocket science. We don't need a scientist to tell us through Google. We don't need fucking what's this nigga's name? Uh. Dr. Fauci, who has a Disney Plus fucking documentary that I'm never going to watch. We don't need any of these niggas to tell us, tell us this. It's not rocket science. I, I probably paid attention in school, even though I was a fucking jack off at the same time. We build some type of immunity, whether you get the vaccine or you just decide to be reckless and just keep cashing it. That's fine. We need to lighten up a little bit. It's crazy to me that I missed a day of work. And it's not a big deal. It's fine. I, I miss a day of work. It is what it is. I'll make that money back, baby. We got that bread. Hey, hey, I'm good at what I do. Listen. I just think, and I've seen multiple people go through it. Over the course of my, what are we thinking now? I'm going to be 28. So 12 years of working jobs shit on you. I, there's been times that I've been sick that I was like, you know, what? I'm sick, but I feel good enough to go to work. And there's been times where on my that's on my end. And then you have the job itself saying, you know, if if you're sick, if you feel well enough, just come. That's fine. Whatever. That is what I've seen in the last 12 years of working. Now, if you're sick, you got to get a fucking test. You got to get fucking the most annoying Q-tip right up your nose. And the crazy shit is people people make a big deal about the test. And y'all know me. I'm a very, um, I am a very neutral ass nigga naturally when it comes to shit, right? I could see both sides. I could see that it's annoying. I could also see, you know what, big whoop. There's always been tests. There's tests for the flu. That's what that's what they do. When when the flu is when the flu season is really bad or there's a new strain of the flu, they that's when they kick up the test. They 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 test you for the flu during flu season. My shit is now this shit started in 2020. We're about to be in 2022. If in 2022, this doesn't start to become something that's like, you know what? It is what it is. Bro. What the fuck are we doing? 
I might be salty that I missed a day of work and somebody's going to call me out on me being a fucking big crybaby and that's fine, but somebody's going to relate to this shit. I feel like a lot of people will relate to this shit because I've talked to a lot of people about it. My thing is this. There's so much shade and there's so much shade and there's so much hatred being thrown at people who feel this way. And there's so much shade and hatred being thrown at people who don't want to get vaccinated, who don't feel comfortable with it just yet. They want to wait a little bit. I got my boy Chris Castle about to fucking dip and be a travel nurse because Rhode Island was forcing him to get a vaccine if he wanted to keep working here. I got... I... I my friend Ashley, I don't know where her where she's at with her position now with this shit, but same shit, same same thing. Nurse at a, at Rhode Island Hospital. Um, New York. I read something about New York passing a judge saying that if you have religious exemptions, you don't have to, and that's you know, shout out to New York if that's true. I didn't fact check it, but you know, if it's true, cool. If it's not, then New York's got to step it up. There's a lot of shade being thrown at people who just don't want to get the vaccine. And it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Me personally, I got the vaccine for multiple reasons. I got I see a lot of old people. I cut a lot of old people. I see a lot. I Bro. And if it wasn't. F- and, and this is a selfish on a selfish tip. I went through weird shit with my heart after COVID that I don't want to go through again. So I got the vaccine. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have got it. But aside from that, I think it's very, very weird that there's people out there who shame people who don't want to get it. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Who, I don't listen to a lot of his podcasts, but you got to be, I listen. I, I don't listen to a lot of his podcasts, but there's podcasts that I do listen to, depending on who's on it. And um, aside from that, you cannot take away from the fact that the nigga's good at what he does. And... Aside from all of the personal opinions on Joe Rogan, he's been canceled, quote unquote. I did my little, uh, what do you call that? I don't even know what you call that. I'm fucking lit right now. So I don't know what you call this little thing, what we do with the fingers. He has been, quote unquote, canceled. And... For saying shit like, you know, we, you know, if you're young and healthy, why get the vaccine? For saying shit like, you know, we were going to build immunity. For saying shit like that. And it's like, bro, aside, I know that he's said some things that, you know, there, there's, there's, he's, a, he's a big, but we know Joe Rogan. We know that he's one of them niggas who smoke and just dive into conspiracy theories. Separate the conspiracy theory shit. This is what we don't do as a society. Ready? We don't, people say shit, and they're allowed to say shit, especially in a podcast setting, especially in a barbershop. Bro, unless somebody's the fucking president of the United States of America, why are we going to listen to them and take them so seriously and cancel them and do all this fucking extreme shit? Because we're extreme, because that's how it is in America these days. Everybody's so ready. 
Bro, you could listen to what somebody's saying and dissect it. Yes, the conspiracy theories and all that other bullshit, that's just non-factual stuff that people just get off somebody who, who, who was smacked. And that's it. They fucking created this shit just off being smacked. But there's truth to what he said. If you're young and healthy, why get the vaccine? True. If you are, we can build immunity. True. We're doing that right now. If we keep, bro, I caught COVID in January, right? If I didn't get the vaccine, guess what? My three, my 90 days, possibly longer of immunity would be up. And worst case scenario, I catch it again. Guess what? Even though I don't, I don't have immunity, my body recognize it, recognizes it is not fresh. You know, call me, let, say what, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know? If we're forced to get these vaccines, we should be able to do whatever we want at this point is what I was getting at. And I'm not defending niggas like Kyrie Irving. Fuck Kyrie Irving. I love Kyrie Irving for one simple reason. The Knicks are no longer the and we and we made that clear last year, baby. But the Knicks are no longer the laughing stock of a basketball team in New York. You know who is? The Brooklyn Nets. There were never any Brooklyn Nets fans. If you were a Brooklyn Nets fan, you are a bandwagon fan. Side note, shout out to the Boston Red Sox. Shout out to you guys advancing and continuing to advance. It's always fuck you niggas. I've always been raised to say fuck you niggas because it's all day. But when it comes to the Houston Astros, you have my vote. Fuck them niggas up. With a stiff bat, because this is a PG show all of a sudden. Back to the topic at hand. Kyrie Irving. That nigga's got some serious self-sabotage issues. And I'm not talking about him when it comes to vaccine stuff. Because at the end of the day, you play for the NBA, nigga. Everybody is getting this shit to play and to be responsible. And that's it. And if you think you're so special, niggas in the fucking army, the military, all of our fucking arm, all of our men and women in, in, in armed forces, bro, they have been, they have been injected with quote unquote jabs since the beginning of all this shit. And if you think you're fucking special, talk to them. All you got to do is fucking play basketball. And all you've been for the last couple years is a liability in Boston, in Brooklyn, Bro, everywhere you've been in the last few years. Kyrie Irving has serious self-sabotage issues, and that's all I'm going to say about that. And I respect a lot of niggas' opinions when it comes to not getting the vaccine, but when it comes to Kyrie Irving, I make an exception. And I'm very glad the Knicks didn't get him. We thought we wanted him. We don't. Uh, What else has been going on? Wedding planning. Wedding planning has been causing bickering, and that's fine. You got to be okay with challenging and ch- challenging each other in your relationships, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not challenging each other, you're not building character. There has to be character development in every story and every movie. Y'all niggas is always on Instagram talking about, oh, 
It's a movie, nigga. Oh my god. Did you go on last night? It's a movie. My life's a movie. Every movie, every story needs character development. And in this relationship, and in all my relationships, and they either fail or they continue. This one is continuing. It can fail at some point in the future. And my girl might listen to this and be like, oh, my God, why is he saying that? Is he not thinking positively? Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. It can fail. It can continue. It has continued through a lot of my challenging. Yo, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. Shorty is very good with a lot of my challenging, and that is why a lot of my relationship has relationships have failed. Because the fact is, people are not good with challenges. You have to challenge. And I, I'll tell you what, if you want to fucking get uh get to know challenges. If you want to know how you niggas is going through through do through challenges, throw wedding planning in there. See how many disagreements you niggas got. See how many uh how many times you 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 go I I don't want to do that, and the, or the other person goes I don't know if I want to do all that. Well, we're gonna do it. Okay, we're gonna do it. Nah, fuck you. We're not gonna do it. Psych. Get the fuck out of here. You got to be able to challenge each other through relationships. This is the thing. This is why a lot of relationships fail. Number one, communication. And what goes along with communication is challenging. You got to be able to tell your significant other that you're not good with something sometimes and see how they react. If they react a certain way, if you guys can't reach a common ground, if you can't sit back sometimes and be like, yo, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. You don't got to be a herb. A lot of people search for herbs, and that's the problem. That's where the downfall is. People search for herbs, and there aren't a lot of herbs out there, unless you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, unless you're part of cancel culture. There are not a lot of herbs out there. I will say that. I will say that. Me and my girl, I got to say, we're not herbs. Sometimes I got to be like, yo, Tell me the truth. Hit, hit me with a straight, and then show me with a straight, and that's fine. But I do that because I'm so, like, I hate to sound hippie white, but I'm woke to shit sometimes. I'm very, like, yo, if you got something to say, I know you just said you're fine, but tell me. I've been through too many of the, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I swear I'm fine. On my, on my mom, I'm fine. And then the next morning, they're not fine. So I got PTSD, and now I start double and triple checking. Yo, hit me with a straight. I see the little fucking twinkle in your eye. You're not horny. You got something to say. And then we could talk about it, and then and then we could fucking duke it out. And then when we're done duking it out, we could duke it out another way. How you doing? Tequila tastes like pussy. Anyway, um... You got to be able to challenge each other through uh, through all that. Like we were talking about um, bachelor and bachelorette parties, and like 
she was telling, you know, she 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 had told me about a bachelor of the possible bachelorette party, not her own, it was somebody else's. And I had asked her, I'm like, yo, um, and it's still something that I'm like, yo, if you really want to go, go. I keep pushing it on. And her thinking, because we all go through shit, we all go through being cheated on and all of that. And her thinking is like, you know, I wouldn't want to do something that I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, be 100% good with you doing. And I don't think she's wrong for that because it's like, I don't know. And it's not on some shit where we're both looking at each other and we're like, you can't go. Because at the end of the day, I'm not controlling and I know she's not controlling. And it's like, yo, if you want to go, go. Cheating is going to happen regardless whether somebody goes to Miami or not. And Miami is just something I threw out there because it's always Miami, right? Cheating's going to happen whether it's in Miami or whether it's some, you, you know, your shorty's on her way home from an overnight or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck, man. Cheating's going to happen regardless. What is going to happen will happen. I'm pretty sure that's Murphy's Law. I'm not that lit. We're to a point where I could at least quote that. So, but her thought process was that, you know, I'm not going to do something where that I, that, um, I know would make me uncomfortable if you did it. And we trust each other. So, again, like, she also has a thought process of, like, I would trust you, but I would just check in, yada, 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 and I would understand that. That's 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 probably the realest conversation, one of the realest conversations we've had in a while. So, yeah. You can't be controlling about shit like that. Shit like that's going to happen. Regardless, whether it's in this state or another state or out of the country. Someone's just got to have it in them, whether they're insecure or whether they, they, they want to feel like they still got it or, you know, they get sucked into some shit. And it's never sucking into some shit. They just got some shit wrong with them and they want to fucking whatever. We started fucking. We've been bickering about dumb shit, about dumb shit sometimes when it comes to wedding planning. And it's because sometimes that happens. Sometimes you got to fucking challenge each other. The d- one dumb argument that we had the other day that I thought was funny was the uh, this whole Jimmy James argument. I think, uh, fuck, what did she say to me? I think she was talking to the person from the venue and was like, she referred to me as like, she was writing an email to the person from the venue for the wedding. And she was like, oh, you know, James said, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Easy with that James stuff. Get the fuck out of here. It's Jimmy. How you doing? (laughs) She's like, yo, I don't fucking call you Jimmy. I call you James. And she brought me back to this time where we were, we, we had just started, you know, fucking around. And she was like, (laughs) she was calling me James. And she goes, and to be fair, I don't think she's ever called me Jimmy. Maybe she did once, but she didn't call me James. She would just talk to me. Like, she, you know, when someone awkwardly, awkwardly doesn't want to call you by your name, so they're just like, hey, hi. Like, they just say shit. And we, I think she, like, rode me for the first time, and it was pretty fucking dope. And it was fire and it was water. And after the fact, I was busting balls and I was kind of like, 
yo, this girl thinks she could fucking call me James after she ride me. I said, I said, uh, oh, this girl can, this girl fucking rides me once and thinks she can call me James. <laughs> I'm retarded. Man. I'm fucking retarded. You know who else is retarded? My fucking animals. I don't think in my life I've ever, ever had animals that are not on the spectrum in some way. And that's crazy to me. That is crazy to me. My fucking dog eats cat litter, among other things. He might be autistic. I think they're both autistic. Here's the breakdown, right? Bruce eats cat litter. Bruce fucking humped the shit out of a, of, of a pillow zipper to a point where his fucking meat started bleeding. Bruce also has this thing where he doesn't, I don't know if it's an underbite or what, but he has this thing where he's like this. Where his teeth are like hanging over his flabby lips. Bruce has this thing where he eats kitty litter. And he comes through with the kitty litter mustache and the goatee. And I'm like, nigga, what is wrong with you? He's on the spectrum. And But my cat, my cat, I will say, my cat's one of them. My cat's like on the spectrum, but he's like a, he's like a, a and all autistic people. I'm making jokes. And my, and I'll tell you one thing. This is like what I said about my grandmother earlier with the whole COVID thing. To excuse what I'm saying. I have a little cousin who's autistic, okay? That part of the family would fucking lose it right now hearing me make this comparison because we make jokes like that all the time. Um, My... I hate explaining shit, but cancel culture is just so... Get the fuck uh, out of here! My cat... All animals I've ever owned are on the spectrum. I've just decided whether it be under my dad's roof, my mom's roof, fucking my roof. My cat is one of those beings on the spectrum that fascinate you. They do something that they're really good at. You're like, oh, shit. It's like fucking Rayman. It's like a person with autism who's really good at something. Who's like really fucking, they're autistic, but they're fucking phenomenal at something. Like counting cards. My cat knows how to use the fucking toilet. But he's dumb at everything else. And dumb is probably the wrong word. And I'm going to get canceled now like Dave Chappelle. Not that important. All right, guys. I'm lit. I'm probably going to go pay homage to my boy, Freddie. Slime time. And if y'all got dead homies, if you've lost one too many people this year, this podcast is dedicated to you. Um, yeah, this has been episode 73. Um, I'll catch you guys on the flip. I will try to do this more frequently, but shit happens. Life happens. And I appreciate you guys for realizing that and just checking in with me whenever the fuck I check in. Ladies and gentlemen, I will catch you on the flip.
It's the outro. Said I'm out here. Now we out this bitch. Said I'm out here. Now we out this bitch. Said I'm out here. Now we out this bitch. Said I'm. It's Jimmy's Diner.